published on sun on monday mornings but it's only like sunday evening for a better like words um welcome to another installment of oh wait a minute jesus it says reconnecting hello yes okay we're back so i guess this is a weird way to introduce my guest for this <laughs> evening um i normally don't introduce my guests i let them introduce themselves so go ahead guys Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, <laughs> we're excited to be here. We're black queer podcast. Yes. <laughs> so actually, they they were the first to basically come forth and want to be featured as another podcast. And I was honored, but as we all know, when you first start a venture, you have everyone in, in their mother in your ear. Like, I want to be on. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm yes. like, okay. I need yes. I need to prioritize in this moment because there's a lot you guys have going on. And I owe, I owe a podcast a feature and you guys are not making this easy. <laughs> but uh, God, I'm so glad that you guys are here. How was your holiday? It was good. We watched TV all fucking day, and then we watched Shrek. And that was the highlight of my day. The highlight of our day, honestly. <laughs> like, never realized how dirty the jokes were until you watched it as an adult. <laughs> Isn't that a lot of animated film, though, to be brutally honest with you? Yes. Like, Eddie Murphy is a fucking clown, first off. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So, yeah, that movie had us, like, rolling. So, yes, we did not even leave the couch that day. What about you? You know what? I went I went out of town. I drove um, to Altoona, PA, which is about uh, close to four hours away from where I am in Jersey. Um, okay. In the mountains, by the way. So, yes. So, it was quite the adventure. Going there, being there during a winter storm and coming back in the middle of it was quite the adventure. Um, I got to, of course, see my oldest, my younger sister and my nephew, which they just okay. moved not too long, like about, I want to say toward the end of the summer, they moved in the middle toward the okay. end. So they've been away from home for about close to six months. So, you know what the crazy part is? Going back to the cart, the cartoons and the undertones of just like, this is really not for kids. You really start to think about shows like SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, not just Spongebob. Oh, hold on. Yes. So, um, you think about Spongebob, and then you also think about, um, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy really was not for kids. <laughs> Sexual undertones were real. They were so yes. real. Yes. I still don't understand how two humans made a cow and a chicken, but that's not my business. That's, not that's my none business. of my business at all. I don't. It's kind of like, how can you have a cat and a dog in one body? Thank you. Thank you. 
And then, of course, you think about the actual th- human things that humans think about. Like, how are they defecating or urinating? Like, how are they? Ha- how are they having intercourse? They're stuck to each other. <laughs> Not human centipede. That takes you to South Park. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, because like then you got shows like Family Guy, South Park, and stuff that come out, and then it's blatantly saying all this shit. So of course you can't watch it. But then you go watch all the other shit that's just as bad. It's Johnny Bravo, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Oh god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so this is the part of the show where I go into the timeline. Oh, y'all have made today just itself. Now, a part of me needs to pull up something in order to even talk about it. So, um, overnight, um, there was a young man, um, excuse me, young lady that came forth about something that is going on in her personal life. Um, it it originated as a tweet, um, and it came forth. Oh, well, 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 we don't misgenderify here. Okay. <laughs> no, so, like they found out that this is cis man. Oh no! <laughs> it just came out. Yeah, we just like we just read another article about it, and they were like, yeah, because we were like, we don't want to misgender them, and so they were like, no, like actually, like they go by he him pronouns. Oh no! Oh no! Y'all aren't making this any easier. <laughs> so I guess the shade room just did not want to talk about it, which I don't blame them. So, in all honesty, here's a quick rundown of what the hell is going on. So overnight. There was a situation, and I'm reading it currently. Oh, it's an article that came out from Vibe. Okay, I think I could do this. So it says Dwight Howard, that's who we're talking about, people, um, alleged allegations, spotlight, and um, prevalence of transphobia and homophobia. <sighs> this is why I don't want to read the comments because. Y'all make it so hard to talk about this. So bad. So, so bad. Because the, ooh, the homophobia child. So, it's just like, okay. The young man's name is Masin Elgin, I want to say is his name. I might be pronouncing it wrong. I'm notorious to fuck up a name or two in my life. Um, he said in his original tweet that came out, he said, I was afraid to speak out, to speak, but today my life was threatened after I I was sexually harassed, threatened, and manipulated by someone I respected. My ex-boyfriend, NBA player Dwight Howard, and his camp also catfished by his disrespectful-ass pastor. Now, sis, I gotta go into this. Uh, now apparently I'm trying to get to the nitty and the gritty of the whole thing because apparently there was evidence that um 
it was beyond like he actually came forth with a lot of evidence that it was happening like actual video recordings actual um, text messages it's a lot to prove that he's telling the truth now of course everyone instantly goes into victim shaming him and like oh he shouldn't have never said anything oh you know this said a third cat the kitten i'm like are y'all reliving the whole situation that took place with eddie long especially the situation that took place with mr c in new york it's like it's a lot of gray areas that come up when you talk about this because it's like when are y'all gonna learn to believe the victim i want to know exactly. never and when will you get trump out oh god <laughs> uh, a bigot and a molester is in the White House now. I need to understand why is this happening? Like, I, I just... You try to make this make sense, and you just can't. And it's, no one ever will. And it's so frustrating, especially to someone like me, who just... I, I try to be optimistic in every situation, but you just make it so easy to be mad about it. <laughs> so, so instantly everyone doesn't believe him. A lot of, especially the part that disappoints me the most is in the LGBTQ plus community, because especially black gay men. Let me explain something to you. You know, I'm disappointed for us because everyone is like, oh. He should have never said anything or why did he feel the need to do so? What do y'all do when y'all trans, um, the person in the trans community comes forth about a celebrity that they slept with? Why did you not listen to the point where he said he was threatened exactly. and manipulated? The first or the last who's going to come forward saying stuff like this about celebrities who they've been with. You know what I'm saying? Celebrities who want to keep them on the down low or whatever else, like, he is not the first person to come forward like this. So the fact that people are still just like, oh no, this can't be true, kills me. Like, it happens. Like, Whether you were there or not, it happens. It happened. And he brought forward all the receipts for you non believers. And y'all still like, nope, nope. I'm like, y'all need more receipts than he needs. <laughs> It's the same thing. As much as I, as much I did an episode about this around the time that it happened. As much as I love Bill Cosby, I know it happened. Let me, in my delusional mind, know that it happened, and I can literally hold on to uh, to Cliff Huxtable and understand that Bill Cosby and Cliff Huxtable are two completely different people. I've established this before, but it does not excuse the action. If it happened, it happened. You weren't there to justify it. Like, what are you talking about? And if this person's life is being threatened, hell yeah, I'm about to go tell everybody. Because you want to play, let's play. Like, no. It, it's just, it's so, it's not even amusing. At this point, it's just sad because you really don't want to believe the truth, even if it's sitting directly in your face. Mm-hmm. And you want to dismiss it. Like, even, I'm going into the other topics. Um... <laughs> What else is there to talk about? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I normally just go off of things I wanted to rant about, but I just didn't. Um, also, uh, finally, uh, speaking of dudes try- or heterosexuals trying to get shit right, um, Jewel's finally proposed to Kimbella. Oh, but 
she won't leave. She's happy. She accepted. She won't leave. She refuses to leave. She refuses to leave and show her cleave. Like, just leave. He's about to go to jail for a long ass time. You know what's so, gonna be? It's gonna be a Jim Jones and Chrissy situation. You know what? This is the problem. Like the Deuce and Dipset are just awful individuals. Like let's be real. People, like I'm like it took you ten years to propose to this woman. You done cheated, beat on her, like had a drug addiction, everything. Like they never did say what he. They never did say what he was addicted to. Yeah, Percocet. They said he was on the pills. Yeah, they said he had like tooth surgery or something. They gave him Percocet. He got addicted after that. Um, it was just like, oh, that's right, because he has false teeth. I forgot. Yeah, he was one of the first. Uh, so. Didn't he get like? Didn't he get jumped and they kicked out all of his teeth? And that's how it happened. Yeah, it was some. It was some hood rat nigga shit. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Do you know like? Yeah. Yeah, it was some hood rat. It was some hood rat nigga ass shit. <laughs> She stayed down with the no teeth show. But. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. I was like, at first, maybe they didn't want to get married, you know, so maybe that's what took so long. But then I was like, nah, Kimbella don't seem like the type. Nope. Like. She stayed like a lot of people don't understand. First of all, Cameron took the biggest L when he let flipping Juju go. Let's be real. Yeah, Juju, who Lord. <laughs> Talk about accomplished. She don't need him. She don't. You, Juju never needed you. Like, uh, thank you. She probably make more money than he do. You and your pink coats. <laughs> not the not the not um what was that damn it what movie am I thinking about oh my god the pink panther the pink Harlem panther child the pink Harlem panther so then you got Jim Jones and Chrissy decided what not knowing what they want to do with their lives first they engaged then then about to get married next is but I don't want to do it girl you she ain't going nowhere like you not leaving and then Kimbella I'm like Joelle's then cheated on you hit you you sat through a drug addiction you had his kids plural and you take care of his other kids that ain't yours plural come on the word of the day is plural. Plural. So we would have got married because baby, it's how you live. I need a journey. Plural. I need help. Exactly. Plural. Stop romanticizing these hood dudes. Like they are not marriage material. Y'all thinking no. that they gonna marry you? They not gonna marry you. They just trying to get your Section Eight and your tax refund, sis. Thank you. Thank you. They ruin your credit. Mm. Make sure you not gonna leave because they don't want to be homeless. That's all that is. These niggas don't want to be 
Broken homeless. Yes. <laughs> Y'all, they love <laughs> closet homosexuals because I promise you, <laughs> dudes. Okay, dudes will sit here and look like, oh, I want to sit here and I want to deal with so and so, or I'm with this person, but yet you sneaking behind their back trying to talk to me, sis. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. Come on, don't make me bring down this charades. <laughs> like sis, no, I need you to I'm stop. Tired them, I'm tired of them romantic hood niggas talking about. Can Bella have been through this with him, and she stayed, and now she got a ring. I'm like, no, baby, that was she dealt okay. with a lot of shit. About she should have left, sweetheart. That'll make her strong for staying. <laughs> the same people that say she's weak for st- that say that she's strong for staying are the same people that criticize for Beyonce for staying with Jay. Exactly. Exactly. Come on now. Come on now. No, Joelle's no, no. might be worth a cut. Might be worth a million or two at best. But you you gonna leave a a multi millionaire going on a billionaire by his fucking self? Are you serious? No. Come on now. He live off our fashion Nova checks. Off like tummy T checks. He better go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail. Period. He wrote that jail Criticize Yandy for not legally marrying him. Sis, she's smart. Smart as hell. She wears 15 nails. No way. No. Government taking no way. For your restitution? No. Bitch, no, 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 no. I got our kids. Plural. Our kids. Do you mean. No, I'm not going to let them take my money. Hell no. When you get no. the shit cleared up, we can legally get married. No. And she got to support the baby mama, the uh, bitter baby mama club while he in jail, too. So, no. No, 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 no. And then I hate it when they all decided they were like, oh, Yandy's the problem. No, bitches. Y'all the problem. Y'all the problem. Yandy's the money. It's all the money. Yandy's the bag. <laughs> Yandy is the check. Kim. Oh God. Kim was like, no, I'm so serious. This she get on my nerves. She's so disrespectful. I'm like, how is your mama a whole lesbian though? <laughs> like, how does this work? How does this work? I mean, your mama is a whole. I've seen lesbian mamas. Don't get me twisted. Like not regular, like lesbian, like yes. like butched out lesbian. Right. But I'm like, how do? Yes, the old school stud. With a suit and the cornrows. Like, I was like, I just need to know when. I need some pictures of the timeline because I'm not getting this. I need to see you pregnant, sis. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, shout. The baby shower pictures. 
something because I need to believe you were pregnant. Like you couldn't put on a suit with a big ass belly. That ain't gonna work, sis. <laughs> Look, she said, how you want to sit there at a gender reveal, but you trying to have either the hit of the blunt or you trying to take some damn liquor. How does this work? Make this make sense, love. So I think we're done with the timeline right now. I only had two things I wanted to get off my chest this week because if I do a complete rundown, we'll be here all damn day. <sighs> so recently, what leads into the thread, there were two topics that came up recently. Um, actually, three, but I'm going to go into one before I tie in the third one. So a video actually surfaced online. It was two. One was of an older church woman. They came forth and basically had picked out one of the people in the um that actually were was attending the service at the time, um and just asked him, oh um you being around those sissy men, um mm-hmm, keep those sissies from around you. And then there was another church, another video that came up um earlier last week where an uh, actual pastor, I want to say he was in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken, um, either Dallas or Houston, I, all I know is he was in Texas, he singled out a transgender woman and asked her to leave and basically made her come, like, basically if she wanted to attend service, she had to be in the clothing that she was assigned at birth. Uh, yes. Uh, you, know, you know how that works. You want to make it Now, he said, it's, um, my spirit is calling me to a greater good to address this, but I, in the streets, that's your business, but when you in the sanctuary, you come as you were born, basically come as you were born. Now, meaning, Meaning, if you were surgically assigned at birth as a male or a female, that's how you should come into church, not as what you fix yourself to be. Now, the black church, okay, has been the disdain of my existence for all of my adult life because I got my morals and my values from the black church and how I conduct my adult life. But there are certain things within the black church that I question and I cannot ignore. There's two instances why me personally, and this is my preference, cannot bring myself to attend a service for the black church now. Um, When I went to church at one point, I was fine. I was fine with who I was. I was baptized. I was in church every Sunday along with my guy family and my immediate family. And there's one pastor that I idolized when I was growing up because he was always relatable. He never gave a biased um, sermon. He was just a good guy until I got older and started to like slightly detach myself from the church because I went all of my life, basically all of my childhood. So I remember I was asked to come because they were going somewhere and my God family told me to come with them. I saw him and he was like, oh, we only come to church when it benefits us. 
That's the beginning. Yes, that's the beginning. Now, what made it worse is I actually have a layer that I think little to no one knows. Um, in my mid-20s, I briefly dealt with a pastor. So in so in I always have a story, child. Y'all, if you listen, you know I always got somebody's story. So I tell I met this guy offline, and I found out later on that um he was a man of the cloth. I'm I'm like at this time I'm like I don't care. You're not trying to force it on me, but all right, fine, whatever. So. One day, I realized I was being manipulated in this moment. So he asked me, he had a sermon where he had to travel to the back of the Bronx. At this time, I'm still learning how to drive. So I'm like, I don't know if I can make it into the city. And it was a long trip. So we end up getting there because he paid my way, put gas in my car and paid my way there instead of doing it himself. But that's neither here nor there. So I witnessed him in the actual church that he was visiting as a as like giving a sermon at Bible study. I witnessed them actually have a full-blown disagreement over money. And because they weren't giving him the amount of money that he wanted, what he did was he had the people that were there in the church go into their pockets, get whatever they felt was good as a love offering. Now, when a pastor does a love offering, that's because they want more money than what they're being paid. So he had to put it all in the envelope and bring it to the front altar. Now, the church came to him and was like, oh, um, all the money that you made in the love offering, you know that belongs to us, correct? And he got heated about it. Like, heated, like they had a heated exchange of words about it. That doesn't end the story, though. Like, that really tarnished my image for the church to begin with. But it doesn't end just there. Not too long into it, I actually met his best friend. His best friend is a pastor down in Atlanta. Okay. Already know, especially black black in Atlanta, need I say more? Anywho, so he has a whole wife, a whole family, a whole congregation, a whole church, but behind her back was sleeping with men. Of course. Of course. They both had, he had an active church, everything behind her back, sleeping with men. And then the story gets even better, right? So we reconnected about a year or so later, and I'm just like, whatever, I really don't give a shit. So he had, he asks me if I could take him to Ikea. I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it, whatever. Um, We go to Ikea, and he has this boy tagging along. Like, you can tell he's young. So the boy has diarrhea of the mouth. And he is under 18. I know for a fact that the guy is pushing his mid-30s. And he's like, oh, you know, my family don't agree with us being together, but they just going to have to deal with it because I love him. I'm like, so you're fucking him. So you're fucking him. What the fuck? I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, so... Because of that, and already I've already got a strike against me when it comes to being gay, I already have my reservations when it comes to the church. And these videos, especially the prejudice that's faced when you're living in your truth, and most 
there, I want to say this isn't all, but it's most of churches, especially black, no matter what denomination you practice, whether you're a Baptist, whether you're a Lutheran, whether you're, oh God, it's so many umbrellas when it comes to this. Majority of them have this mindset that gay is not the way. And it's not just black church, but I'm focusing just on the black church in the moment. They have it to where they're anti-gay. Then you have the men that decide that, oh, we want to choose the Bible to defend our stands. Um, okay, I love how y'all nitpick the Bible. Because it's surely in the Bible about not coveting thy neighbor's wife. The favorite, the favorite commandment that all you niggas love to break since we want to live by the Bible, can we also talk about um, the fact that women are supposed to lead the lead service? Women are supposed to wear pants. You're not supposed to eat shellfish. Exactly. It's a lot of things that you're not supposed to do, but you just nitpick this one thing out of the Bible to mask your homophobia. Like, just be real with your shit. That's my thing. Be upfront about it. Just say, this is how the fuck I feel. Just tell me that. That is a-okay. You ain't got to use the Lord to tell me that. (laughs) The Lord ain't going to help you. The Lord ain't going to help you, sis. Because if God is love, where's all this hate coming from? I'm just not understanding. He's a merciful God. Last time I checked, Jesus died on Calvary for us in our sins. But, you know, y'all love to forget the one sin that is just blasphemy to all of you. All of you niggas. But, you know, pastor got to drive a nice car, yet the church still looking like shit. The pastor's living the good life. Meanwhile, you are struggling. Don't understand the shit. Don't get it. And all his assets in the church name, so he got to pay taxes on them. And well, that's my business. Offering, they had to report them either. Exactly. Exactly. But that ain't my business. I want, I want a, a church tax exempt too, so I can live tax free. Yeah. Hey. Come on. Come on. When you get that check, it's still taxes. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, it's annoying. So, with that. It tied in an episode of Good Times. It's actually a few media references, but the one that stuck out the most is there was an episode of Good Times where they questioned about the Black Jesus. Like, the characteristics in the Bible, though I have reserved reservations about the Bible and some of the things that are in it in the story, and let alone how many times it's been republished and reworded. In the the Bible, it describes basically what we would now know as a black man. Now, for some reason, especially in the community, is another story that came out um, this week, is that um, Black China, y'all all know the famous stripper that decided she wanted to scam the Kardashians and she did and she scammed them because now she is the only full-blooded Kardashian. Um, she has begun to advertise a skin bleaching cream in Nigeria. Yes, and folks are cutting up about this shit. They is not happy about this shit at all. Oh, they not happy in the slightest. And sis, instead of cutting off her comments like she normally does, she pulled the drape. Now her comments on the post is actually limited. Yep. <laughs> so you can't say how you feel. Exactly. When a celebrity limits their comments, 
they limit it to only the people that they follow. So anybody that's not following, that you may be following her, but if she's not following you, you can't comment on her posts. So that's how Drake does it too. A lot of the people that Drake follow is the people that comment. So if you're, if he doesn't follow you, you can't comment on his posts. So it's not just that. Spice also did a social experiment, which was very genius, might I add. She decided a couple of weeks ago, I think I talked about it, where she decided to bleach her skin. In reality, she never did. It was all makeup. So she, the backlash that she did, and a lot of people were like, oh, your skin was beautiful, blah, 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 blah. The cat had the kitten, but she said, y'all weren't saying all this when I proudly wore my brown skin. Now, all of a sudden, because I bleached it, it's a problem. Now, my thing is this. I'm going to ask y'all's version of this whole thing. What is your take on colorism? Um, it's some bullshit. <laughs> 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 um, it just demonstrates how much white supremacy is ingrained globally. Yeah. That, like, you can go to India, you can go to any part of Africa, you can go to the U.S. for that fucking matter. You can even go to parts of Europe and get uh, skin bleaching cream because everybody wants to be white because white people get everything they want because they steal it and kill people for it. Um, so I guess if you look closer like them, then you feel more involved to do these things. So colorism sort of makes sense in the, under the guise of white supremacy. I think colorism, like, it's like crazy because, like, growing up, you never realized, like, a lot of the things like in like society and in like the culture that were like you know like a part of this colorism like growing up I don't know you always thought that you wanted like a light skinned man yep. with some braids or like you know what I'm saying exactly it's some good hair because you wanted to have nice little mixed babies or whatever else like and you never realized like what like how fucked up that was like until you got old enough to realize like this shit is never okay like this is not okay like you wanted to relax your hair because you didn't want to deal with the way your hair was or your mama didn't want to deal with it, so she went ahead and put a perm in it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, I don't know, just a lot of shit that you never really realize, but it's really fucked up. But I'm glad that now at least people are more socially aware about it. But, like, with Black China, like you said, like with this skin bleaching cream or whatnot, like, you can see, like, if you look at older pictures of her, that she's visibly gotten lighter over the years. Like, she continues to get lighter. Like, before you know it, she's going to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, light China is light. <laughs> light. Yeah, this point. Like Lil' Kim. Yeah, yeah, like Lil' Kim. Like, I just think, I don't know, like, if there's more love for darker women and, like, darker men and just, like, darker everyone, like, then, I don't know, we wouldn't necessarily have, like, all this going on, but skin bleaching is some bullshit. You know what the crazy part is? You know the actual country where it's actually top to do um it's skin. Like Jamaica. No, it's not. No. India. Oh. India. It was a couple in a couple of years ago, Oprah did a documentary called Light Skin Girls and then she did Brown Skin Girls. And she actually revealed India is actually the top place that skin bleaching is actually encouraged because in India, if you come out to be dark skinned, you get shunned. And they enforce you to take skin bleaching cream, especially for, I want to say for women. If the skin bleaching cream does not take, you know what happens then? No. Basically, once you are, like, they can't fix your skin complexion, they send you to this place because you can't, they send you to, like, an institute because you can't work, they can't marry you, they can't do anything, and if 
eventually what ends up happening is they put you to death. That's crazy. That's fucking ridiculous. That's some bullshit. Because Southern India is almost look black. Yeah. Because of the Southern So they get shunned and it's like, especially in the Caribbean culture, they, it's like in Jamaica, like I didn't realize that skin bleaching became a thing until I was in, like, before I moved over to the side of Jersey, I was walking outside and literally I saw a container for skin bleaching. I'm like, why would you want to bleach your skin? Like, I felt victim into the social pressures of wanting lighter skin. Like, it began for me when I would, like, use filters. I was just yeah. like, I look so much lighter in this one. I actually look prettier. Like, you know, it, I would get the little things that I'm not thinking about became the things that I realized I was like I felt in the, in the victim of this trap too, and we all want it, but then it ties to me. It ties into religion because we don't want to believe that Jesus was black. We don't want to believe that he had the characteristics of a black man because mm-hmm. we are too busy romanticizing the white Jesus. Exactly. We all the want. No, no Jerusalem. I'm sorry. <laughs> he would have been somewhere in it. No. Especially during that time? Are you crazy? No. 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 <laughs> it's like, I don't get why we love to doubt these things and it's right in your face. Technically, the Bible tells you this. That he had the characteristics of a black man. Hair like wool. How many people, non people of color, do you know that has hair like wool? Come on now. Well, how many hair like wool? I don't know, not one person that is non person of color that has hair like wool. Exactly. Their hair is straight. <laughs> they don't have to put they don't have to put a perm, a relaxer, they don't have to put heat to it. It's straight naturally. My hair curls. Exactly. Without effort. Curls. Can't help it. Hair like wool. <laughs> wool. <laughs> And it's like, we love to romanticize this story. Like, we love to uphold these types of things. It's like, we've done, we've dealt with colorism technically all of our lives. Yeah. Technically. Because, you know, black people can't do anything good. So how could there have been a black people? That's like actually recognizing that black people are people. Like, you know. The first civilization of people in sidebar to you woke around Thanksgiving, y'all got on my damn nerves. Oh, it's Indigenous People's Day. Bitch, we took a fucking massacre and made it a holiday. Just like, but yet, y'all want us to sit here and uphold the fact that, yes, this happened to the Indians. Okay, and how many of you hoes actually still celebrate Black History Month? Do you still celebrate Black History Month or was it just enforced when we went back to school? I mean, when we were in school at one point? Like, I would love to know. I really would. Yeah. It's, mm, child. I think that's all I got on the topic. Do you guys want to add anything else? Do you have anything? No, I don't think so. <laughs> now, normally... I close out the show with a self-care tip. And I normally I normally do it, but if I have guests, I prefer you guys to do it. So, what would be your self-care tip for the week? Oh, because this is something that we've been going through this week. 
if your family is toxic, blood or not, whoever it is, you can let them go. They are not worth if it costs you your piece of mind, it's too expensive. Too expensive. It is too expensive. No. I don't care who it is. Mama, daddy, grandma, if they are toxic and are hurting your mental state and your mental well-being, baby, take a break. Let that go. Let them get it together. And then when they want to act right and want to present themselves to you, they got to talk about it. But uh uh-uh. If it is toxic, let that go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, God, let it go. It may hurt. Trust me. It's going to hurt. But... Your mental, your mental being, your mental state is worth more than appeasing people that really talk, don't care about you. They talk shit behind your back. Yep. So they if how dare you make you feel crazy, ain't nobody got time for it. So you overreacting? Uh, oh, your feelings are bad, baby. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Cut them off. That goes for friend, family, friends too. Like it, yep. it holds no boundaries. Sorry. Uh-uh. You, uh-uh. you guys have been nothing but wonderful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> where can they find you guys? Oh yes. So our podcast Newsy Glizzies is available on Spotify, um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, yes, Stitcher, yes. TuneIn, and Google Play. So definitely go look it up. Newsy Floozies with Zs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for taking your time. I know you guys are traveling. That's why the audio is like in and out almost. But thank you guys so much for being here with me. And that concludes the show. I will see you guys next week.